It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Grant McCasland, UNT men's head basketball coach, joining us now. Grant, I gave you a great intro recently, and then I don't think you ever heard me. Uh, do you have me, <laughs> sir, from Vegas? Oh, I hear you. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Matt Mosley, man, what a, what an honor and what a treat, man. I'll take all the I'll take all the uh, blame for last time. I'm sure it was my fault. So I'm, I'm glad we got connected, though. You know I love you. Absolutely. That's not the case. It was all our fault. But my favorite, Baylor, Fiji, uh, I don't know, favorite. Boy, that's a strong one because, boy, yeah, Blair was in the – he was in the arena. The other uh, – I should say one of my favorites, right? But, but people will yeah, get mad. But how about that uh, looking up there and seeing Scott Drew – I think Jay was in the uh, in the house. Blair Browning. I mean, you you got one of your fellow uh, Fijis. I mean, Scott. Next thing I know, Scott's being interviewed by Mer- Myron Medcalf during the game. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is this is crazy. Did you see? Did you get to see those guys uh, before the game, or did you know they were up there? Well, and Brent Wilson was also there, and uh, and the pastor was there. So, yeah, no, it was amazing. It I. You know, coach, he's uh, he's all gas and so supportive and a remarkable guy. And Brent Wilson's always been a great friend. So I think they just, you know, rallied and uh, made a trip happen in, in short term. And obviously so cool to see him and such a such a real cool thing for coach to do that, to come hang out. Coach has always been supportive all year long saying, hey, go win that championship. We made the NIT. He was helping you know me brainstorm rallying the team and uh so just a really cool deal for him to come up here and support like he did Blair was leaning in trying to get tv time as you might expect and then I (laughs) I I did almost Jay has some kind of long you know beard now who is that UNT fan with the Duck Dynasty type beard now that guy is a fun dude he's always taking pictures with you and he makes the trips I've noticed he's kind of one of your super fans, um, and and that's a. I mean, that's been really impressive to see all the folks from Denton coming out to Vegas, and I mean they're ready. I mean, some fan bases you'd have a hard time getting them out of the casino, but these folks are ready for the games, and uh, I mean even against a powerhouse like Wisconsin with a huge following, I mean the green really showed up, and I feel like y'all had more fans. Yeah, no, Damon, Damon's who you're talking about. I call him D-Man. He brought his son. They're just a fantastic. They've been with us from the beginning. They sit right behind our bench. Uh, he's he's gracefully been thrown out of a few home games as he uh, encouraged the officials. Uh, he's just a really great guy, man, and, and that's what's been great about this. And you know this, uh, Matt, just that what that's what makes the journey great is when the people that you've that have supported you win or loss get to be a part of of the great times and um man there have been a lot of north texas uh people that have shown up and i think we're even going to have greater numbers on thursday night and it's a it's a great time for mean green basketball yeah gracefully kicked out of a game has that ever happened to you uh, I'm thinking about, you know, your different coaching stops, uh, Arkansas State, UNT. Have you ever been ejected from a game? Man, great question. One time. And uh, the story is 
awesome and terrible at the same time. Uh, we had it was a Division two game, and we were playing Fort Hayes State in uh, Bartlesville, Oklahoma, in one of those regional rivalry games in the in the early in the season. And ironically enough, earlier that day, I, the the associate head coach at the time and one of my dear friends who's passed away, Nelson Haggerty, we were sitting at pregame, and I literally said this out loud. I said, "Hey, I've never even I've never been thrown out of a game before." And uh, and that night we went into the game, and we had uh, had a, a a nice little discussion with one of the officials. And uh, obviously, no cuss words were used, as Coach Drew would be proud. And we got to the end of the conversation, and he didn't like it anymore. And I turned around and didn't even know it, but he'd thrown me out. And I uh, got two in a row. It was the only time we've ever been thrown out. And Coach Hag had to coach the team after that. And uh, I left him hanging, unfortunately. But what a great guy. But, yeah, the only time we've been thrown out, and I actually <laughs> maybe called my shot earlier in the day saying I'd never had. Coach Hag, man, what a guy. We watched him play at Baylor and what those assists he used to have. May have been playing with Skinner and some of those guys. Uh, some of the alley-oops, a great assist man. Could have been even more of a scorer, but was a very unselfish player. And, uh, you know, I, I bet you think of him all the time. Was a great part of your staff, and we lost him a couple of years ago. Very, very sad. Uh, but what a great, what a tremendous guy he was. Now, this team, though, Ruben. Kai, Tyler, and, and then, you know, I, I'm getting no new players all the time. This Sissoko, I mean, and there's another Sissoko out there. Like, it was in the NCAA tournament, and I thought, wait, is that guy, is he kin to our Sissoko at UNT? I mean, people that don't know, Abu is this unbelievable player for you, one of your better players, uh, your great big man, and he, because of personal reasons, has not been involved in this NIT and probably, I guess, won't be involved in the championship game. But, I mean, I just it's, again, that next man up. Sissoko has come up big for you. I mean, how what was his role most of the season, and, like, how much, how much bigger of a role has he had in this NIT? Oh, he's been remarkable. One, one thing about Mulai uh, Sissoko, who you referenced, and I think the other one may have been at Michigan State. They're both from the same country, Molly, but they're not related All right. uh, as far as next of kin. But they may obviously be related down the line somewhere, but they don't they don't know each other like that. But he um, you know what he was? He was he's got a he's got a very, very humble way to him. He's an amazing guy, works crazy hard but he started playing basketball as a sophomore and our defensive principles are, are obviously unique I mean last night we were able to hold those guys from Wisconsin that without a basket for the last nine minutes but you know that that's a big part of what we do so we had a lot of learning to do on that side of the ball um, had some good offensive talent obviously has a lot of uh, athletic talent does actually does some great things with the basketball, but really it was our, our defensive principles that took him some time to learn. It takes everybody some time. And especially at his position, you got to know so many coverage calls where guards know them, but they just usually defend on the balls one way, but the, the coverages are unique and it's taken him just a little bit to figure that part of it out. But now that he's figured it out. He really can impact the way we, we need him to, and that's to his credit. I mean, he's just learned it and hung in there when he wasn't playing. And obviously, Abu had played with us already for two years, and this being his third season and had some 
uh, tough family things come up that he had to go home and, and be there for. So he's not ever going to rejoin us for the this run. And Mulai has just stepped in down the stretch of the season and kept getting better. And honestly, he's he's got he's had that kind of impact on our team it, just by the way he's practiced every day, just wasn't ready for the games. But obviously he's proven he's ready for the games now. Where does this defense, I mean, that's amazing, 13 points in one half. 41-29, you're down at the half. You know, they're interviewing you to see, okay, what's going to happen here? Grant, what do you have to do? And then you all start chipping away at the thing. And, I mean, they just, they, you all just put them in a chokehold on defense. Now, that's been your signature. Even FAU in the, in the Final Four now, I think one of those games they beat you maybe 50-46. to 46. Um, What is it? That, that you you have done even over these last two or three years at UNT that make y'all so efficient and so great on that side of the ball? Is it is it just great man-to-man? Is it um, – I mean, what is it that, that allows you to kind of smother teams like that? Yeah, you know, the thing that I think our guys are committed to, and it wasn't intentional necessarily on offense and defense, but – our ability to switch, I think, separates us, and our ability to play in rotations really separates us. Um, the guys have committed to that side of the ball, and I think not only does it make it difficult for people to score, but it makes it makes it difficult for them to get a great shot. So it takes them longer. So that kind of takes the game down, and you don't want to go down against this type of defense and just jack it quick. Um, but I do – do feel like we've started to play with more pace offensively the more we've gotten people healthy uh, as the season's gone on and I do think we've turned people over uh, some enough to score too and those guys just understand that uh, and Coach Hodge has a saying I love it it's fun we get to say it whenever we take a lead in the game in the second half he'll come to the to the to the huddle and say we've got enough points now um so and and i guys believe it i mean we'll go we've gone on stretches where people haven't scored for for 10 minutes in games 13 minutes in games and that's not been the first time that's happened what happened to wisconsin so our guys do have that kind of mentality we don't even count streaks in a row like we're trying to get five stops they kind of feel like hey once we take the lead in the second half we've got enough points now to win the game because we're ahead and it sounds impossible till you know, people see us do it in games like we did last night. Grant McCaslin on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. How about Scott? Is it Aaron Scott? I, I was, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a fun team, and and he comes over and and just spikes the ball. I mean, they their big man gets it, and I'm thinking, oh no, he's in there too close. This is not good. And and again, it's that help defense. I'm not even totally sure that was his primary guy, and he arrives on the scene, and that poor guy from Wisconsin had to eat that ball. I mean, that ball got spiked back almost to half court, and that's not that unusual for you guys. But, but again, that's a guy that maybe hadn't scored a ton in that game, but in a, I mean, that block was every bit as big as some of the three-pointers or, or some of the shots that, that were going down on the other end. Yeah, well, the guy that he blocked his shot, Tyler Wall, is a senior. I mean, he'd been at he'd been at Wisconsin for four years, and one obviously one of their better players, and uh, was physical, and he caused us a lot of problems. I mean, he's a great player, uh, but that shows you the determination of this group. I think that play embodied a lot of 
what makes us great. Aaron Scott just comes over and our ability to help each other in defense. And then it was at the end of the game and you would have thought it was the first play of the game, how quickly he got off the ground and how fresh he looked doing it. And that's where I'll tell you, I honestly believe our advantages, our guys commit to doing it every day in practice. Therefore, when you get to the end of games, we still have a lot left in the tank. And I thought we got better defensively as that game went on, which was just hard to do when you're playing in that physical of a game. And then that last play when the ball, they called timeout five seconds and we were able to cause some problems, rotate, rotate, got them to pick the ball up, make, make a couple of passes and that ball got loose. And Mulai, uh, after Aaron Scott had blocked it a couple of possessions before, then you had Mulai, Sissoko, and, and Kai Huntsbury diving on that ball when they were trying to pick it up. I've never been, never been more thrilled on a finish in my life. We won on game winners of shots, but that one where you went on a defensive stop with two guys diving for a loose ball, that right there was felt like the greatest way to end it. Yeah, and I like your celebrations. After that OSU game, you turned around and Beckett, your youngest son, and your your brother. I mean, those were – I mean, I think people thought, well, Grant's celebrating with some of the fans there. Well, they are fans, but they're also your family members. Uh, I'm sure that's been another neat thing about this run. And I don't know, maybe it, maybe all those home games, Beckett's right down there with you. But how cool is that? To, and then for him to get all kinds of TV time now. He's got that great – uh, haircut he's rocking and then he at some point in those games the shirt comes off and I mean this is uh Beckett's turned into a, a pretty big time UNT super fan that that has to make this thing even more fun it, it really does and if you know him then it, it does fit he's kind of a wild man being the fourth child and and uh the opportunity to be with family there's nothing like it and shout out to Mandy Mosley uh, who now is Logston, but uh, and and your sister who has been a great friend to our family and just that's what it's about. I mean, uh, anytime you can have those people that you love the most that are closest to you be a part of it. My wife played uh, soccer in college, and she obviously has family. Our, our in-laws live in Grand Prairie, and they drive up for every home game. They never miss. My parents never miss games. My dad comes to every practice. My Both my brothers and my sister uh, come to every game. My sister, uh, they're all flying up to, to celebrate uh, and to be here, and hopefully we can win a game tomorrow night. So that is, that's what makes it special, and the, the blessing of having our, our family at games. That's one way to get Mandy to listen to my show is give her a shout-out like that. I do like that. Uh, Grant McCaslin on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Grant, how have you kept everyone just focused? I mean, it, it's – I was just talking to Paul Mills. He just got hired, you know, at Wichita State. And, boy, your name is certainly associated with a, with a certain school in a huge way. Yet, I've seen that just completely distract teams. And, and they, they don't even respond to it. And it just seems like your team and your players, that they haven't even really responded or, or cared about all that. Um, is that just something you've been really intentional with visiting with them about and keeping them up to speed? How do you, how do you get that to happen? Because I've seen it not happen the, the right way. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, in this, the way college athletics is now, and you know this with the transfer portal, I mean, it just feels like it's always a barrage 
on you and our guys understand better than anybody the pull that people from outside the program have on you and we just constantly talk about how we can love the people that are in our locker room and pour our heart into that and it's hard to do anything when you're divided um so i mean that's really where where it's at i mean as long as we're competing and we have a season together that's where all our energy is going to uh be directed toward and uh, they get it and they know that that's what our heart is and that's what we're focused on and that's the beauty of being part of a team as you do you are there for each other and we are honest about it but um it's it's just as important that you know what what how you live your life every day and what you what you focus on and we've just intentionally decided to focus on the season and pouring our heart into each other and when the season ends and we all have discussions about what's best for us moving forward but what's moving forward uh for now and the only regret we would all ever have is trying to divide our attention to other things and um you know that's what these guys have committed to do and they're unbelievable their families are unbelievable uh the people around them are unbelievable and they do love each other genuinely and i think that makes it easier to focus on the task at hand all right um but i'm no matter what you decide i'm gonna i'm gonna keep my mean green stuff okay because i've kind of become a big fan obviously baylor has to be first with me but uh i've got mean green gear Although that night, that uh, golf shirt you have, you know how my weight fluctuates. A little snug right now, but that's okay. Just kind of kind of rip on it a little bit and, and create some more room. But, uh, hey, we're so excited for you. Cannot wait to watch that game tomorrow night. It's 8.40 tip local time, and uh, or at least Dallas time or Waco time. So we'll be, uh, we'll be excited to, to watch that. And congratulations. It's been so much fun, and really appreciate you coming on with us. Uh, you're the best, Matt. Thanks, man. Go Mean Green. There he goes. GMG, Go Mean Green, Grant McCaslin. Been a really fun 5 o'clock hour with a couple of former Baylor coaches in Paul Mills and Grant McCaslin.